Hello and welcome back to the Disneyland Show. I'm your host, Adam. May the 4th be with you. Today, we're taking a look at Star Wars Tours. The adventures continue. Now, two episodes in two days. Might sound weird. Why won't you save it for next week? Why won't you save it for a few days after? Well, it's May the 4th, Star Wars Day. What better way to celebrate than one of my personal favorite attractions, Star Tours. Now, Star Tours is located in Tomorrowland on the right side across from uh across from Buzz Lightyear Astro Blasters with that big walkway in the middle that's split by the people mover track. It originally opened on January 9th, 1987, but then closed on July 27, 2010 as the original Star Tours to make way for Star Tours the Adventures Continue, which released June 3rd, 2011. It is a motion simulator attraction and it and it lasts it, its duration is 4 minutes and 30 seconds. The height the height restriction is 102 centimeters and it allows fast passes and fast pass plus. If you are in a wheelchair though, you will have to get out of the wheelchair and transfer from real wheelchair to seat, but that's about it. The plot of this, the plot of this uh, ride is, uh, you're the main plot is like you're a human in the Star Wars galaxy, just going on a vacation or just touring your home, your galaxy, but you're disrupted by the First Order or Imperials, depending on your video. We'll get to that later, and they're trying to track down a rebel spy, so you go you go all over different planets, being chased by Imperials or First Orders, or being put or being chased by uh or being put into these battles that you really aren't supposed to be in such as such as of course Battle of Hoth. And yes, I know some of these battles aren't canon in the Star Wars universe right right away in the same timelines like Adventures Continues the Battle of Hoth wouldn't necessarily be happening while Adventures Continues is on. But that's because the Imagineers wanted things like Hoth in the attraction, Hoth in the attraction, but yes, it didn't go with the canon. So they brought up to George Lucas, maybe have, uh, they make like their own ideas and stuff. But George Lucas said it doesn't really matter about the, the canon at this point. He'd rather have you taken to more iconic Star Wars play, planets than places that aren't as known. But. Uh, after that, uh, they're trying to track down the spy, and you go all different planets, and, uh, with C-3PO and R2-D2 doing their cat, doing their normal thing. They're arguing with each other, going back and forth with each other, and they are, and then, after your ride ends, C-3PO lands you, my favorite spot is in, when he lands in Batu, and he tell which is Galaxy's Edge, if you don't know, and he tells you, Hey, get out, just just relax. I think we'll be safe here for I think we'll be safe here. But the backstory but it has a canon backstory as well. According to the according to the opening crawl that they usually have in Star Wars movies that they had in the actual opening of Star Tours the Adventure Continues, uh it says that after the after the dark times, Captain Antilles has brought C three PO and R two D two to into the cut uh have were put into uh, the custody of 
Antilles by Bail Organa after Revenge of the Sith to assist in the inauguration of Spaceline. Uh, and the and the close relationship between the Rebel Alliance and the Star Tours Agency, which is just the travel agency in the Star Wars universe, made the Galactic Empire very, uh, ma- very uh, concerned, and they were in a partnership, which causes them to eventually f- figure out there's a re- there's probably a rebel spy in there, and that's how this whole tra- how this whole ride. Begins. With the history of Star Tours, the adventure continues. We will first have to head back into the Star Tours original rides uh, history. Now, me and Nathan are planning another series after we get this series done, which will take a look at all the abandoned and uh, replaced Disneyland and Disney California Adventure uh, attractions. Which so I won't be doing the main. Uh, the main uh, history of the original Star Tours, just the main knowledge, so... uh, Just the main knowledge, so I could bring up the Star Tours Adventure Continues um, history without skipping a beat, so you're still knowing what's going on and how why this ride became a thing. And the Star Tours ride is... was originally made because... Disney Parks want to collaborate with George Lucas. Uh, they want to do a, a motion simulator attraction as well, but they were going to they were planning on doing it on uh, the movie Black Hole. But since that really didn't do too well, they just decided to cancel that and stick with Star and do make a deal with George Lucas for Star Wars. And keep in mind, this is before. Uh, Star Wars is bought by Disney. George Lucas and Disney still had a good bond. It's just they weren't uh, bought by Disney at the time. Uh, and um, so George Lucas and the team of and his team of special effects technicians uh, decided to make another first person uh, film just like they did in the original in the original movies. And, and then after that, they decided, uh, they did all that stuff to get the uh, traction up and running. It had a good run, but it was eventually, but then, during the Star Wars celebration, George Lucas said that Star Tours 2 was in production in May 2009. They just thought that it was a bit, the film of the original Star Tours was just a bit outdated and old, and they could have had a newer version, a better version, in the parks. Keep in mind, this was in 2009, he announces. So this isn't because of the new movies. It was way before the new movies. It was just, they added it because they want, they had, now they could bring some prequels into it. And then the sequels are add, were added later on when they came out. Instead of having to make a Star Tours 3, they just added more film s- segments because unlike the original Star Tours, which is just one film, this this uh, Star Tours Adventure Continues is actually... It's really difficult to know what you're going to get because it's so random. There's so many different, fil- there's so many different film uh, possibilities. And the more Star Wars movies that come out and the more planets that get, that get made with all sorts of Star Wars media, movies, TV shows, comics, then 
the more uh, the more they can add to film to the films of Star Tours: The Adventures Continue, and the bigger this attraction can become. But this attraction, but Star Tours: The Originals was shut down and was and then for refurbishment until May twentieth, twenty eleven, when the Star Tours Adventure Continues was opened in the parks. It, sorry, June 3rd, 2011. My bad. Uh, after that, it was... It was a big hit, and it was adding, as I said earlier, all sorts of different scenes from newer movies, such as a... Uh, such, they wanted to have a pod racing scene from episode one, but since... Uh, they want to have a Star Tours thing from episode one. They want to have all these plants from the prequels that weren't in the original trilogy because they want the movies came out, and even though the prequels didn't do as well, they still want to showcase it for the many prequel fans. And the facts about this ride is pretty straightforward. There's a real C-3PO in the, lo- in the queue. That, that C-3PO is both voiced by the voice actor of C-3PO, Anthony Daniels, and it's an actual outfit that he wore during Star, to- Star Wars. It's a real prop. It cost $32 million to make. Um, the ride was open for 60 hours in a row on its opening day without shutting down, so everyone could ride it multiple times. Uh, it was the first non-intellectual property ride in, Disney- in Disneyland. It takes place before the original Star Tours, as you could tell by the Star the Star Speeder One Thousand instead of Three Thousand. The original the original show building was the Adventures Through Inner Space. Then it was used for the original Star Tours, and then it was used for Star Tours: The Adventures Continue. My favorite, my all-time favorite Disney character that is made for the parks, not for movie purposes, Captain Rex, not the clone, the, the robot who flew the original Spar- Star Speeder 3000, makes an appearance. As I said before, this ride takes place before, uh, before the original Star Tours. So, in the queue, when you're going through the luggage section, if you look on your right, you can he- you can see the original Captain Rex with a sticker on his box and send back to manufacturer because he is glitching out in the corner as you could hear by him saying this is Captain Rex from the compound from the cockpit before slowly stuttering and his eyes start to flash. The two luggage droids in the pit and doing the scanning are originally from America Sings. They were go- they are from the Goose Quartet, I believe, but they were just stripped down of all their feathers, beaks, uh, and they were just uh, left with their an- interior animatronic things with a few plates on them to make them really look like Star Wars robots uh, and droids, I mean. As you can see by the webbed feet they still have. There are 384 ride experiences, so you never know what you're going to get. And one person is always the rebel spy in this attraction. And, as I said before, it is a 3D motion simulator. The ride-through is, well, 
the ride-through is kind of hard to explain because, as I said before, there's 384 different ride experiences because you get many different hologram se sections, starting sections, different planets you visit. You never really know what you're going to expect. But the queue is always the same. So let's get started with the queue. The queue, uh, the queue has you as a tourist just going through a starport, which is pretty much just the same as a, as a airport in our world. There are various different posters that advertise the different planets you can visit and as you're going around the queue and seeing the Star Speeder 1000. But there's also a big screen uh, which advertises the weather on planets, your flights, uh, like the statuses, are they ready, how long are they going to be till ready, as well as different videos promoting Star Tours as a company, as well as various different planets. Um, the queue is populated with many different uh, 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 characters in like the watchtowers, which have two Mon Calamaris, and they even have R2-D2 and C-3PO, which is the C-3PO uh, prop from the actual movies. And they're doing their thing. They're, they're going back and forth with each other, uh, talking, R2's talking back to C-3PO like usual, and C-3PO's getting mad at him. And they often talk to the guests as well. Once you enter the cargo bay, this is where you see Captain Rex on the right-hand side. Um, and then as you, he has the power surges where he says it, he recites one of his lines from before, such as this is Cap Captain Rex from the cockpit. And you start making your way up the hill, uh, going be going in like a going forward then backwards as you start. Uh, going up to get to your uh, ride vehicle, as you see the two, the two G two droids that are interacting with the guests while doing their jobs. After this, you make it to the, you make it to the, um, you pass the scanning area, which has jokes really, uh, which has jokes relating to Star Wars and just Disney, Pixar, and just every, Disney as general. After you pass that, you get your 3D flight glasses, as they're called, and you are directed by a cast member who tells you where to board, where to stand, and then that's, then that's it. You're ready to board your flight. But before you board your flight, there, a TV shows uh, C-3PO, who is going to do maintenance on the Star Speeder that you're about to board. But he's trapped in the cockpit when the when the pilot leaves and tells C three PO to hurry up. Then Ali San, the robot who is doing the safety instructions, uh, which is in the original as this new ride, uh, tells the guests how to fasten their seatbelts, where they put their belongings, and and it's done in both English and Spanish, as all Disney Park safety videos are. In the, in the States, at least. Then, after this, you board your star speeder, and you, uh, you sit down, the doors close, and as you're ready to go, see the, co the, bla the uh, cockpit blast shield lowers, and you see C-3PO there, and, bl and he's blabbering away with R2-D2. As I said before, 
the attraction has randomized uh, ride experience videos, so I will try my best to do the actual ride through, but I won't be going through everything obviously because I can't sit here and do all 384 different ride uh, possibilities. So I'll be doing random ones or ones that I like. As your star speeder begins to start take flight, Darth Vader and stormtroopers, uh, they block your path. Uh, Darth Darth Vader is here to arrest the rebel spy, which is in your star speeder. He hold, he uses a force hold on the star speeder to keep it in place, but the star speeder, thanks to R two, fires its lasers at Darth Vader who deflects him with his lightsaber, but the shuttle flies backwards and escapes. And TIE fighters do follow the star speeder chasing after it, but it makes the jump to light speed su successful. After it jumps to light speed, the star speeder arrives at its first de uh, destination. The star, the star speeder 1000 almost crashes on Hoth, and this is where you see the battle between the rebels and the Imperials, as I said before with the problems how it's not canon, but George Lucas didn't care as much because he wanted these iconic ride he wanted these iconic movie sequences more than he wanted it to the ride to be have a canon parts to it. Because with the Hoth thing, for example, he said that he if it if they really wanted to be canon, maybe the rebels just thought that the Imperials wouldn't think they would build another base on the on Hoth where they already built one but the Imperials did find out so after that you're going you're going through the battle you're going you're swerving through the you're avoiding contact swerving through both the AT-ATs and the speeders but then the ship crashes into the snow and it's about to fall off a cliff the cliff does uh, the ship does fall over off the cliff and the ship does fall off the cliff, unfortunately, but it's but the cliff is used as kind of like a ramp for the star speeder, as the star speeder is picking up momentum before getting launched up and onto another cliff before free falling, going into a deep canyon until R two gets the engines to reengage and he gets us flying and back into space. After this little stunt, uh, you get a transition, which I was talking. You get a transition from one from either Admiral Akbar, Leia, Yoda, Poe, Maz Kanata, BB-8, or Lando, telling you that this is an urgent message, giving R two coordinates and t asking you to get there if you can. C three PO, of course, wants to get away from the action and just wants to get done with this because he is not the pilot. But R2 loves danger and action. So what do you think we do? We go the coordinates. Then, uh, then after this, the Star Speeder 1000 uh, discovers the Death Star, which is not complete at the time, uh, and it's orbiting uh, Geonosis. You ambush them, but you, you get ambushed in the asteroid field by Boba Fett and the Slave One, which is nice to see because Boba Fett is a fan favorite. But the Star Speeder 1000 dodges the laser, laser fire and starts to explode, starts to explode asteroids uh, be, before getting into the, before going into the Death Star.
this scene is kind of a mix of episode 5 in the asteroid field with the Falcon and episode 2 when uh, Obi-Wan is being chased by, uh, by Jango Fett and young Boba. You then escape into a hangar bay, but guess what? Boba Fett's there. He launches a sonic bomb at you, but you deflect it with the laser blast thanks to R2-D2. The explosion uh, makes Boba Fett unable to pursue you anymore, and it lets you, as the Star Speeder 1000, to escape, back to jump back to light speed, and reach the Rebel fleet as it boards the Mon Calamari, where the Rebel Alliance is there and is ready to congratulate you. I will give you an extra final scene just because it's Star Wars Day and this ties into Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. And I like the one I said already because I'm a big fan of the Death Star stuff and the original trilogy stuff, but I also do like the prequels. But the sequels I do like still. It's just out of the three, the sequels are my least favorite. But I do like how since Batu is in the sequels, they tie this one in perfectly with the storyline of uh, Galaxy's Edge. The Star Speeder arrives on Crate, which is chased by First Order TIE Fighters, but you get into the planet's crystal mines. You escape the mines as the First Order TIE, TIE Fighters are still chasing you, and the Star Speeder starts to fly over the salts. Uh, you join the resistance in a attack to the first order, just like uh, just like the last Jedi. Uh, as the Star Spear is instructed by Poe to help the resistance and defeat the first order, but a sp and a speeder passes in front of the Star Speeder One Thousand, and it makes the windscreen to be covered in red salt before Archer wipes it clean with his windshield wipers. General Hux asks the Star Tours why they are here. And tells them to, and tells his fleet to destroy us. But the Star Speeder, thanks to R two again, proceeds to destroy a First Order ATAT before escaping back into space. The Star Speeder makes the jump into light speed and arrives on Batu, Galaxy's Edge, which I really thought this was cool when I saw this one, as as C three PO thanks you. For choosing Star Tours. And. Ali Sansan tells you what to do. How to get out. And you're on your merry way. I really like this attraction. It's one of my favorites in the park. And especially now that Galaxy's Edge is open. If I get that. If I get that ending scene. You will bet I will go straight from Star Tours. to And go straight to Galaxy's Edge. Because. You land from Star Tours to Galaxy's Edge. That's perfect. It gives you an excuse to go from one place from one place on the in Disneyland to the whole other side of the park without doing everything around it right away. But as I was saying before, Star Tours is one of my favorite attractions in Disneyland. It's top five for me, and that's why I'm giving this attraction a max pa max pass. It helps that uh, I really like Star Wars. One of my favorite characters from the Disney parks, uh, Rex, which I'm very happy he got brought back in Olga's Cantina and is now DJ Rex. 
I think that's a really cool touch, and I really like him there. But it's not even the old attraction, which I like. I like this one. I like how it took what was so well from the first attraction and does it so much better on this attraction by by adding so many more sequences. I do wish that they would bring back the first original Star Tours um the original Star Tours video if they could remaster it. It would be nice to see that as a returning video even though they'd have to change some dialogue because Rex is no longer there. But another great idea another good idea I would kind of like to see for this one is if two diff if cuz they have multiple uh vehicles if say there's two uh two vehicles they have one with C3PO as your as your pilot and one with the Rex with the Rex as your pilot i think that would work out i think i personally would really like that but i think i'm just dreaming because he's my favorite character in the disney park but yes this attraction is a very fun attraction you never know what you're going to get and it never gets old even if you don't like Star Wars that much, it's just a fun ride to it's just a fun ride to be on, and you do not have to understand Star Wars to get a bunch of jokes. You will still have a good time unless laughing and having fun. But if you do know Star Wars, it makes the ride from a fast pass rating for me and Nathan's rating system to a max pass because you will get more jokes, you will get more Easter eggs. It'll just be an all around more fun time. But overall. What do you guys think of this attraction? Nathan, what do you think of this attraction? Please let us know. We would love to hear it. If you have a question, email us. It should be in the description of this episode. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at the Disney Out Show, at the Disney Out Show podcast. And this is Adam. May the 4th be with you. See ya.